time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Riley. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game. It's not that kind of game. <laughs> right, I'm starting again. Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Riley. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast. Yay. What's, <laughs> what usually happens now? Where this week we've oh, been Oh, that's play- <laughs> it. Well, this week we have been playing the Biscuit game. I think you have to do the full title. Oh, no, not that one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Where this week we've been playing the Biscuit game. No, not that one. Brackets. Wait, is that the actual name? Is It's no, not <laughs> yeah. that one in brackets? Yeah. 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 Lovely. <laughs> but first, apparently there's some business. There is some business. Thank you, Mark, for that excellent, smooth, flowing introduction to the episode. <laughs> Basically, the only bit of business, I have robbed an idea from Tim from Board Game Hot Takes, and I've made a sort of guests page on the website. So if you liked a certain guest, if you had a favourite guest, then it's just got links to all their episodes without you having to trawl through the episode list. So my question to you, who do you think which of our guests has appeared on the most episodes? Ooh, I don't know, actually. Is there some sort of ties, I would say? No, it's not a tie. Ah. Would it be, is it just Patrick, Pat and Moo? Yeah, I'd probably go for that as well. It is Patrick with yeah. 43. But second place is not Moo, it's Bunty with 42. Ah, uh, Bunty was right there up there for me too. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay, okay. But there you go. And I've also put links to all the guest appearances that I have done on your show Riley so you know yeah that might send some listens your way as well but there you go that's my business are we having fun yet well speaking of guests welcome Riley <laughs> thank you glad to be back <laughs> well as as our, our guest this time would you like to read the outline of the game that we've been playing today yeah in the biscuits games in whoa gosh <laughs> I'd ask you to edit that out, but I doubt you will. (laughs) In the biscuit game, not that one, players attempt to dump their dunk their biscuits without letting the biscuits stay too long and fall to the bottom of the cup. The biscuits need to be kept in the hot tea for the right amount of time before the next player gets a turn. What? What was there? Was there that in the game? Was that a thing? (laughs) Well, okay. That, That sort of sums up. This is a bit of a strange one this time. Yeah. And on the notes here, it says, why did I choose this? How did I find this? No, you've well, got to do the game outline first. Oh, okay, sorry. God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, did Riley even finish? I didn't finish. Here, out? here's the rest oh, of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, this kind of helps, right? There's a limited amount of t- tea in each cup, so if you dunk too long, then you'll be given the sludgy cup as a penalty. When all the biscuits have been dunked, or all of the tea has been drunk, the game is over, and the player with the fewest penalty points is declared declared the victor. Interesting. That's it. That's the end. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) And this is, it's like a print and play game. So it's not an actual physical produced game. But before we go into more details, we'll go over to the game outline. Which is you. Which is me. You're in charge. You're you're, the host. You have to do it all. Do you write the game outline, Phil? Do I write it? Yeah. Or or are you putting it together right now, Mark? No, I'm just... Wing it. Oh yeah, I've literally just written the word game outline. Says game outline. That's okay. what's completely thrown me here. I run on the okay, assumption because so, we just played it. Mark should be able to remember how it went. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So yes, we. It's. 
Hold on. Okay, so well, each player starts off with 16 cards, and you, which all feature various different types of biscuit with very strange names. We'll come on to that. And some other identifiers such as the, the length of the, like the width of the biscuit the, <laughs> that can fit into a cup. The girth yeah. of the biscuit. <laughs> so strange. And then we have, there's a, a draw pile of different cups of tea. And the idea is, and on those on those cards, there there's a total number, so like 20, 21. And it is a little bit like 21 where you go around and you have to put, you take it in terms to put the biscuit in the teacup, building up your score before you get to the amount on the on the teacup. Does that make any sense at all? It's basically tw- sort of 21, really, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, we're just yes. doing math. We're just putting numbers out and getting as close to 21, but without going over. Mm, yeah. Or whatever um, the cup's capacity is. Not always 21, is it? Yeah, just... yeah, yeah. I guess the first one was 21, but the rest weren't. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, it's supposed to be like a sort of 15, 20 minute game. So we did about sort of three rounds. Who was the last person to have a cup of tea? I'm, I'm drinking not... a cup of tea right now. <laughs> then <laughs> then it's you. So I'm putting down a stale digestive for three. And I'll play Ship's Biscuit. Ship Biscuit? six. Chocolate chip cookie for one. Ooh. I'm going to play a vintage rich tea. Ah, see, that's four. Shit. Ooh. Do you have rich tea biscuits, Riley? I literally don't know what that is. <laughs> uh. Do you actually dip biscuits into your tea? Yeah. Okay, right, I'm playing a Garibaldi for two. Viennese sandwich for another two, then. Well, I'm going to play a Didunculus for nine. Must be the first biscuit I play, which it is. And it's a hard Welsh tea biscuit, apparently. I think I'm going to lose this, because I'm going to have to take that bloody tea. Yeah, fuck you. Armoretti biscotti. Sponge finger. I'm going to play a stale scone. So now it says, <laughs> why <laughs> did we play this game? Well, I found this. So we did the Elevenses game a while back, which was about like tea and sandwiches and all that kind of thing. And I was just doing a bit of a search to see what other tea-based or food-based games there are. Because actually, there's quite a lot when you start searching for them. There's a whole genre out there, everyone, of tea cake-based games. And this one looked quite interesting. As I said, it's an online-only sort of print-and-play game. Also, what stood out was it's by the same guy that did Snowdonia, which is a completely different type of game. So we thought we'd give it a try, and it was very interesting. Does anyone have any comments on that? <laughs> yes, it was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> was it how what we expected? I had no expectations going into this, so I, I don't know if I'm pleasantly surprised or disastrously disappointed. I don't know. It was, a, yeah, it was, I think that's the perfect description is interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> it, well, it's got a good concept in a way I think because that's tea and biscuits and stuff it's just it was just weird the way some of the cards like the design okay it's a sort of prototype thing I, I guess so and obviously as I say it's not like made by a company or anything like that it's literally just like a print and play thing so you can sort of forgive maybe some of the elements of it it was just no, can you though can you though if it's no if it's done by Tony Boydell who is the creator of a very successful Snowdonia board game why why this Tony why what have you done <laughs> like <laughs> do you know uh, okay. what I mean yeah I know but also I, yeah I don't know it's essentially a free game isn't it so okay fine you're not forgiving times fun equals progress
Okay, let's go into some of the, the more details on this. So you've got narrow and long biscuits, apparently. So What do you mean apparently? You, you saw them. There were. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. So depending on the size of the cup, you can only use certain cards. Okay, that adds an extra element True. of what cards can you can't, can't you play while you're also looking at the scores. And there was a few bonus cards as well where you where you didn't score any extra points to bring up the total. So you just you added tea into the cup or you didn't dunk any biscuits you had what was that card called no no dunk no dunk or something no dunk. but there were also biscuits that like so you each biscuit had like an amount of points so there was odds and evens. so some biscuits said that you can only follow this one with an odd card or some let you play another biscuit straight after it or mm. some would only let you whack a narrow biscuit in after it you know so there were choices it wasn't just playing numbers there were extra i don't know powers or whatever that you had to focus on yeah like i made yeah. you take a biscuit or a uh, a tea cup because I made you play an odd yeah. and you didn't have any odds so you had to take it. So I guess there was like tricky stuff like that and then I could keep that in mind like oh well I know he doesn't have odds so if there's something else that I can force him to do that. Oh yeah well like like some sort of spy listening in to what we were saying about our cards and playing tactically. Riley you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Only biscuits can follow red cards or not biscuits. So only wide biscuits can follow. And only evens can follow. You bastard. I'm going to play more tea, Vicar, for a minus three. Malted milk. Plus play another. Is that me putting another card down? No dunk. Oh, Oh, you bastard. You utter cock. I'm going to start with a jammy dodger for free, but that lets me play another one. So I shall be playing a bourbon biscuit for another An oat cake for one, which lets me play another. And I'll play this shortbread finger. Did anyone have any tactics? Could you, you, I thought there were, like, the rounds went on longer than I thought, so you could sort of stretch this out quite a bit if you were sort of crafty with, with the numbers. I literally just had my cards in a line and I worked my way down. Can I play that one? Yes, in it goes. No, look at the next card. Can I play that one? Yes, in it goes. No, move to the next card. So my tactics were very limited. Well, I stole what Mark was doing because Mark was sorting cards at the beginning and I was like, oh, that's really smart. So I sorted them from lowest to highest wide narrow and that helped a lot so good thinking mark what are you saying my (laughs) tactic didn't work are you saying like what (laughs) i don't remember who who had the highest score (laughs) yeah that was me (laughs) by like double (laughs) your government prescribes one session of fun per day some of the um, sort of humour of the cards were a bit strange. I suppose it doesn't really matter, but the names were really odd. I mean, the names of the biscuits were generally the British biscuit that you get, but some of them were just like this, like mathematical custard cream. I don't know why it was mathematical, like and a holographic bourbon biscuit. Well, yeah. So I think it has been put together with a certain humour in mind. Like this meringue thing was a bit of a strange one, wasn't it? What was it? Bogus, Bogus meringue. Bogus. So I think the idea. Is yeah, you're so in in this world of this game. If there is one, <laughs> you're the, the the biscuits that you put in. You obviously you don't want them to 
to get the cup to overflow. <laughs> so you're putting in, if you put a hologram, obviously it's not real, so it doesn't add up to any points. So it's it's that kind of weird thinking. But I think going into it, you don't really understand that unless you play it. Like there's no indication that it's going to have this strange sort of humour going along with it. A bit like like Eleven's is, was like completely, oh, you have to make the sandwiches. Blah, blah, blah. Serious, this is what you do. There was no sort of humour to that. But this has got a def- different sort of style. But and I think did, that's what threw me. We did find that with Snowdonia, remember? Like at its heart, it was this serious, collect all the ingredients, you know, to build your railway and put your workers and whatever. But then all of a sudden, you've got a fucking magical unicorn rainbow train or something. And it's just like, hmm, okay, bit weird. And then you've got Yetis and whatever. And even just the name of the game, right, the biscuit game brackets, not that one. But like, right, Riley, what's the biscuit game? I was literally just about to ask that. Is the biscuit game actually something? Is that like, is that a British thing? Well, no, that's the thing. We don't call it the biscuit game. Oh, but we, but like, uh, do you know what they're <laughs> referencing here? Yeah. Do you not? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I literally have no clue. I mean, we talked about like, while we were playing this, I was, I didn't even right. know that you actually dipped biscuits into, you know, tea. Because over here, biscuits are like rolls, you know, they're, they're flaky yeah. bread. Mark, you know what it's referencing, right? Well, only because it came up when I was sort of searching for it. I don't know. It's... But this is the problem, right? The biscuit game. <laughs> it's like a rude thing, okay? That's all you need to say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Basically, a load of guys surround oh a biscuit God. and they like race to see who can spaff on the biscuit, right? And the person who does it last has to eat the biscuit. But, right, we, all the biscuits are British and it's obviously made by a British dude and it's a British game, but we don't call it the biscuit game. We call it soggy biscuit, right? So why the whole bracket's not that one is aimed at an American audience, surely. But then if you don't know what it is, who is it? Who calls it the biscuit game? I mean, maybe, maybe it is. And I just don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. I think I heard that like years and years and years ago, but yeah, I don't know. So no. maybe that is the American way. <laughs> but that's the American, that's what Americans do with a biscuit. <laughs> but the, the thing is, well, A, that links to the, the weird humor because you didn't even need to put those brackets in, but also why call it the biscuit? game why not call it tea and biscuits or even you know the cards on the back says time for tea well there's your fucking game name right there you don't need to put this weird joke that doesn't make sense yeah i was really confused because i thought it for the first little bit of the game i thought it was called time for tea did you think we were all going to be wanking onto a biscuit <laughs> yeah that's what i thought when you invited me to play with you i was like oh cool yeah i don't know how that'll work online but sure <laughs> But yeah. Oh my god, could you make a board game out of that? No, let's not. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my it, gosh. Yeah, it's a weird yeah so for the audience unless he's making it for an American audience as like a British tea and biscuits style but then thing. that would create the wrong because then the poor Americans would be like geez what do those Brits do with their biscuits those sick bastards <laughs> yeah it's straight I was just looking online to see if there's any comments and someone's just put can only be played while actually having tea and biscuits it's oh, the only comment on this game so the only comment is not anything to do with the gameplay <laughs> yeah I mean at that point it would probably be more interesting to actually have a cup of tea in the middle and then everybody has a variety of biscuits that they have picked out randomly, I think. And then you put it in and try not to overflow 
flow it. Well, that was another thing. Like one of the red cards was to pour more tea in, but the point was to like not have the tea overflow from having too many biscuits in it, right? So by pouring in more tea, doesn't that, what? mm. How does that subtract numbers? It should add numbers. It's weird. This is what confused me because, okay, I I got the thing. I thought, yeah, the cup has a capacity and by adding biscuits, you, you bring the cup to capacity. Right. But then when you read the paragraph, it mentioned like leaving biscuits in for the right amount of time and getting a sludgy cup and stuff. So, but none of that is referenced in the gameplay. Was that what we were doing? Leaving them in for the right amount of time? But there was no time. We just took to what? Was the was it not capacity? Was it like minutes until biscuit destruction? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think I feel it does feel like a prototype. I feel like there is a good game somewhere there, but it just hasn't been worked out yet. Yeah, like what if it was 21 turns and you're trying to play the lowest number on the on the cup and then after 21 like turns that would be crazy that's a lot of turns yeah. whoever has played the most amount of you know numbers on the biscuits they have to take the cup that would make a little more sense to me you'd obviously probably lower it from 21 and make it a little more interesting because yeah. like I need to pay attention like I don't need to be the lowest but I don't need to be the highest and if I get rid of all my low cards then I'm going to be screwed in future rounds but that's it's not almost it like yeah it's almost like the story of the game and the actual game are two completely separate entities but you're right all it needs is just a few little tweaks like maybe instead of a cup in the middle it was a biscuit in the middle and then all the guys around oh wait no that's the other (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what Tony Boydell was thinking but it didn't work out no whoops maybe this was supposed to be Tony's big comeback like he hasn't done anything since 2016 and he's like yes this will finally get me back on the board game map well this is 2020 this one okay so yeah maybe he was just sort of in lockdown and bored and decided to try and put this together so just seeing so I'm just trying to see if there's anything else about it oh here we go biscuit game not that one not that one no oh I found a different biscuit game though this one looks better biscuit ball players are cooks in a kitchen trying to get a biscuit into their oven that's the one where you have to dip your balls in the biscuit batter right isn't it no As you move the biscuit back and forth, you can take shots by rolling a die. The closer you are to the oven, the better your chances. Okay. There's some weird biscuit games out there. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had to make a biscuit game, what would it be? (laughs) I see, I imagined it to be more like, a bit like Eleven's is, where you've got this tea and you can be like, oh, this biscuit's got these kind of powers and this biscuit's got like this and this is going to like, and the actual type of biscuit sort of really mattered what you chose. You had to really choose carefully what it was that, Something like, I don't know. I just thought it would be a bit more like that. I didn't think it would be this strange. Ooh, biscuits with powers. Points. It could be called wizard biscuits, just because that's a cool <laughs> phrase. But other, as far as game mechanics, I don't know. Yeah, like, I think maybe I, all the wizards stand around the biscuit, and then they have to. No, I think I would have played. I, if I were to play this again, I would know that I want to get rid of my high cards first because they're worth more points, and then I also just want to try and get rid of my cards as fast as possible because then it's impossible for me to take on more points. Because at the end of the game, right, like your points are the teacups that you have and then the leftover biscuits that you have. And so some of those combo well off of each other, but then others might make it so that like other, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so you definitely need to get rid of your higher biscuits because then, because what killed me as well as totally sucking at everything, but I kept my high, I had a peanut brittle that was worth seven, but I should have played that early on and got rid of it. So I only had like some ones and twos left, but then when the cup starts reaching capacity or the time whatever it was when you get closer to the number you have to burn your smaller cards otherwise you have to take the cup anyway right right uh, oh tea related yeah. breakdown 
So I'm going to put a bogus meringue for four. So that makes the total seven. I don't know why it's a bogus meringue. Does that mean it's a bad meringue? A fake meringue? <laughs> why would you dip a meringue in a cup of tea oh, anyway? No. A mathematics custard cream, which is worth two and a half. <laughs> oh, no. What? What's two. that? What's mathematics? I don't know. Is it a joke? Is it a pun? Mathematics custard cream. Don't ask the American because all of these are gibberish <laughs> to me. Just think, logistically, you'd never get this many biscuits even what are we drinking out of a fucking bucket <laughs> well you wouldn't put them mer- I'd like, I just don't understand this meringue thing for some reason I'm playing an imaginary biscuit which is worth zero <laughs> alright well I will play a meringue <sighs> how many points is the meringue oh, zero zero, zero. So wait hang on what's the difference between a bogus meringue and a real meringue uh, obviously the meringue is better because it's zero. Ah, is it oh I get it is it because a real meringue you know it's like sugar that would melt and go into the cup into the tea but a bogus meringue, which is like, I don't know, made of plastic, would take up space. <laughs> why would you, is that what it is? I, I don't understand okay. the design why would you of be, these cards. Why would you be dipping a plastic biscuit in... Uh, well, it's not even a fucking it's, biscuit. <laughs> it's a fake one, isn't it? It's like, it anyway. should dissolve like sugar. Oh, yeah, I get it now. I sort of get the humour of this game. I'm playing a holographic bourbon, so it's what? not real oh. and it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I get this now. Well, okay, I... Suppose I get it, but I'm not sure I get it. I mean, like, why? <laughs> Is it- <laughs> you're putting you're putting stuff in, but it might not be like real. It might not be real, so it's yeah. Okay, that's well, part of the fun. Here's something that you would never dip in an actual biscuit, but it's a salt and vinegar crisp. I mean, I don't know tea well enough. It's asthma a cup of tea. Does it mean Assam? That's a yeah, type of tea. I think it is. You've got asthmatic tea. I don't know. Like looking at these, some of these I would call biscuits. Some are cookies. Some are hollow. Some are are plastic. My only option, and I don't understand this joke, but it's an air biscuit. So I have to take the cup and end the round, but I'm not playing in the next round. So that means I definitely won't get the penalty next time round. Oolong misses. Oolong misses. Ginger Hardner. I've got a card which I'm not really sure what it says. You're not Uh, sure what it says or you're not sure what it means? No, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken tikka masala chicken. What? What? That can't be real. Okay, I thought it was just me as an American. I'm like <laughs> the next T. Oh, Tidsley. Tidsley. It's supposed to be Tetley, but you can't be copyright. Oh, maybe that's what it is as well. Yeah, that makes chamomile and drainpipe moss. Why would anyone drink that? Okay, well, let's frag and see what happens here. Here we go. <laughs> right, so, fun. Riley starts off. Gee, I, did, I really didn't want to go first, but I will. Oh, gosh. You know, before I give the number, Phil and I played a game called 99 on BGA, and it's just played with a regular deck of cards, and you're trying to get to 99 but not go over. Whoever goes over has to, you know, they take the, what is it? They just, they just get that mark. They lose a life, whatever yeah. it is. And that, we had so much fun playing. I think we played it like three or four times. This, I'd rather play that. So with that in mind, I'd give this like a, a two. Ooh. I think I, I like the way that the rounds went on a little bit longer than I thought. So actually there was a bit of, it wasn't just a quick oh, you've got up to the number. There was some sort of back and forth with the with the minus element there so you, it could keep going. That, that was, I felt that was quite fun but yeah, not what I expected.
predicted. I'd say three. I also went for three, just because I totally agree, Riley. I would rather have played 99s. It's almost like the, having it be biscuits and tea literally added nothing to, like, it added nothing to the game. It could have been anything. It could have just been cards with numbers on, like playing with a regular deck. And if anything, I think, yeah. But I gave it a three just because I liked the 99s game, and this basically was that. So I did have the fun of 99, but with extra biscuit confusion. And why would you dip a fucking salt and vinegar crisp in your tea? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you have a chicken tikka masala tea? I think that, interestingly enough, as you were saying that, you know, I liked that some of the things had abilities, right? Like, And so that was kind of fun and interesting, but it just... If you had just given numbers those same abilities same with 99s right like that had yeah because like abilities. some of them changed the direction of play and some of them minus 10 didn't they in 99s yeah. it's just yeah so meh. anyway replayability who wants to start us off well i'll start with this one then i'm going for two this time because if i want to play a adding numbers until we go over a total but i'd play 99s i wouldn't choose this yeah yeah i'd go for two yeah there were 11 different t cards we only saw four of them i didn't get any of those red ones but i don't know i guess i could see some replayability i might go for three on this one because you don't know what your hand is i mean our starting hand was huge how many was it 16 cards 16 16. yeah Mm. yeah but then okay there was 12 different teacups but surely the only variables are the different numbers and whether they're a wide cup or a narrow cup right so but were they i didn't look at any others what if some of them were like you can only play even ones or oh maybe hmm okay i don't know we should have looked through the other ones but that's all right yeah like it's a hard two or a three like yeah well i've already written three so you can't change well i'm not (laughs) i'm not (laughs) i was bouncing between two and three on the other one so i'm balancing it out on this one two and a half and two and a half right (laughs) aesthetic oh it's your turn to start not great different fonts on different cards really weird pictures like okay great pictures of biscuits like sort of like photos but then the t cups were like illustrations it was all over the place one (laughs) i was thinking the same exact thing because if they were all just pictures of you know you know they're like cropped or whatever uh so that it's just the biscuits that might have been okay but then sometimes they were drawn sometimes they were like badly cropped and then they weren't there wasn't variety so we had multiple meringues we had multiple whatever the hologram one was like make the holographic one hologram one whatever it is look like digital or something have it be like you know a grid inside so it looks and i saw that there's so many biscuits in this world why did we need duplicates like we could instead of just two rich teas you could easily found another type there wasn't even like a cookie there wasn't i'm gonna be like a biscuit you know there are so many biscuits yeah surely yeah i suppose so yeah you could have it well maybe that's for the expansion coming up maybe Uh, not that no uh not there is one but if they did want there to be an expansion you could you know get have a crisps expansion I don't know toast and I totally get you know he's not paying for art necessarily for this because it's a print and play if I'm sure that if it went into production then it would be like fancier I think yeah I think it was just a I'm bored I'm going to make this game in one day on paint sort of thing well don't dispaint I mean (laughs) 
I use paint. It looks mine, very paint, actually. Mine looks better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, did you give it a number? Did you go for one as well? I did a one, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to go for two. I'm just, I can't bring myself to be like mega one harsh. So I'm going to go for a two. But literally everything you said, with the addition of one of the cards said biscuits instead of biscuits with a V. <laughs> and there was one where they'd missed a space. So it was like rich tube biscuit, all one word. <laughs> so that sort of shit is unforgivable. Okay. Cool. And gameplay. Oh, this this starts on me, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just like, I get it. I get what's there. I see possible potential. I think it's such a weird thing when, because it's the theme. I think the mess of the theme and breaking theme and the artwork. Gameplay though. Gotta just, if I just ignored everything else, let's go with three. Maybe I could almost even go four because like if they were just numbers and abilities, it would be fairly fun and hit trying to hit different targets and not knowing what the targets are. But I mean, I'll stick with three. Yeah, I, I go for three for the gameplay. Yeah, I think the whole game, it just needs a bit more refinement. But it's a good, yeah, it's a good concept somewhere there. There's something there, but it just hasn't arrived yet. Because the last one to arrive has to eat the biscuit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going for two because I, right, so you get dealt these 16 cards and those are your 16 cards to last for the whole game. So as such, the first cup of tea was going on for ages and ages because we were all playing our minus like red cards and we were getting so close to the top. We were like going back down. I believe that's called edging, but you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm being rude again. Sorry. This is like an NSFW episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was signing up for this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so that went on and on and on and on and on. And then the next round, the next two or three cups of tea, we'd burned most of our cards. And so they were really, really quick. And I just, I don't know. I think maybe you should have a smaller, like maybe a hand of six and see who goes bust. And then each round you draw a new teacup and then you draw a new hand of cards otherwise it's very like you were saying Riley about like you should play your highest ones first you could play all your decent cards in a round and then basically know right for the rest of the game I am pretty much fucked and there's nothing I can do about it I'm never going to get any new cards this is the shit I've got I don't know I just think that's it feels that's like a bit broken we've play tested this first version and these are all the issues with it yeah. and it needs to go away and re-sort out a few things it just doesn't feel finished oh my god we're like the holiday joneses of the tea and biscuits world yes exactly we are playtesting this game yeah and yeah as we've said as well though it is just designed as like a free print and play it's not like you're spending loads of money on this and you're getting this really bad product so you do have to keep that in mind I think so we've been very harsh on this well I've done <laughs> like the math lit like the lowest score ever what's the total it's got a frag of 8 that it's is the lowest score not, ever no it's not the lowest score is like 7.5 I think so it's very close wait this mm. so is only rim the lowest score ever no flick flick check was the lowest score. Oh, okay. oh, there we go. Wow, it's in good company down there with Flick Chess and the Biscuit Game. There we go. Not that one, though. Not, <laughs> I mean, Not if it was one. the other Biscuit Game, I think it would frag quite higher. I think we'd be fragging all over the place, wouldn't we? <laughs> what is Stop being rude, you guys. <laughs> Fun. Well, Repetitive strain. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I was just looking at the, the frag. So seven and a half is Flick Chess, but you're right, Nortilion from the Oniverse is eight. So this is equal to Nortilion in terms of suckage. Oh, I feel like it. I feel like that. Although we played go. Nortilion again and you quite liked it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was pretty, pretty harsh on Nortilion compared to oh. some of these things. Who was it? It was, it was Patrick Leader that loved the Oniverse. Yeah. I was, listen- was it? I was listening yep. to it and thinking, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to say something like, oh, my friend played that and hates it. <laughs> but I didn't. But I was like, oh, he's saying it's like uh, that he loves it and I didn't want to be a downer. <laughs> That's a good example. That sort of universe. Okay, it looks, it's a bit like, oh, okay, what is what is this? What Not like the sense of humor, but just the weird sort of, like the concept of it. But then you sort of get used to it and you're like, oh, okay, this is what they're going for. But for this, it's like, yeah, what are they going for? It doesn't really... No. That, this is like a bad example of that, of like... But you're right, you're, you're okay, absolutely right. It's a fun right. tea and biscuit game with some weird humour, but who's it for and what is it? At least with the Omniverse thing, okay, on initial play or initial plays a few times, you're like, what is going on? What are these weird symbols and but at least they're artwork? Consistent. But at least it's consistent and, yeah. Yeah, you know it's in like a dream world, so it doesn't matter if you've got a beaver driving a submarine, because yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Play to win. Cool. Well, oh, I'm going to ask myself, was it a win or not? <laughs> I think if, I think it, okay, I'm going to say no. I think we have guessed that. Um, but I think it could be if it had that refinement, if it maybe it was worked on a little bit more, it could become something at some point, but not right now. You sound like, you know, when you go for a job interview and it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, we'll consider you for future projects at some point, but <laughs> right, yeah. not right now. You're not right for That's us. When you get moment. some more experience. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Cool. Well, there we go. Unexpectedly low score. Yeah. Riley, do you want to plug some stuff? Tell us where people can find you because last time you were on, I forgot to do that like a total selfish cock. (laughs) And I had to jump in and be like, wait. Wait, me, 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 me. (laughs) Well, as the second place winner of the Ancient Tomb game, you can find me on Twitter at RyledNerd and then there's the board game community show where I interview random people throughout the board game community. Very casual. And then playing Bunkers and badasses with Phil on Friend and Foe Adventure Co which is an absolute blast imagine if it was random like you just picked a random person on Twitter slid into their DMs and was like hey be on my podcast (laughs) I uh, before the pandemic I had thought about doing a podcast called Randos and I would just go up to people on the street and be like hey let's chat you know is that like I don't know what if you just get shot legal I mean, it's the I take the same risk with these online interviews. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone invites you back to their place to play the biscuit game? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't pay attention whether they said not that biscuit game or not that one. <laughs> Brackets are important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Cool. Well, there we are. Yeah. Thanks for having me um, on. Thanks for thanks for playing. I'm sorry it was a terrible game. No, because that's the fun <laughs> thing, though, right? With the right people, any game really that was a five for fun for me, you know because it was fun playing with you guys and it's fun oh. joking around about it. But as far as a review yeah. thing, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the worst thing, I mean, like, people could easily accuse this episode of being the fake one, but it's not, listener. It really exists. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so elaborate if you brought me into the fake one. Like, well, at that point, you made a game. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so it would count as a real one at yeah. this point. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'll have a look, see if there's any other food-based games. Perfect. That, are, that might be interesting. Brilliant. I'm like looking at my shelf to see if I have any food games, but I don't think I do. Do you have Sushi Go? Oh, That's I do. Food. Yeah. Hey. Sushi Go is fun. Have you played that? I have. I think I have. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Patrick Patrick has it. I think he's brought yeah. it around sometime. Thanks. Mm. Do you want to do the exit oh, bit? I'll do the exit bit then. Right, fine. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. I've been Riley. And remember, non-relinquent in, in Arca, Arca <laughs> You can find us on Facebook at Organized Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organized. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Riley, what the hell? I'm an American. Now's the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.